Hello and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Monday, July 10th, 2023. I'm Mike Cachopoli. Hey, how's everyone doing? How's everyone doing? Hope everyone had a great weekend. Ready for another fun-filled week? Ah, what'd you do over the weekend? I didn't do much. It was kind of a relaxing weekend for me. I didn't do really much of anything. I'm excited because tomorrow night I'm going to be going to a uh, Riley Gaines event. Riley Gaines is going to be speaking at the uh, Freedom Forum of Silicon Valley in uh, Mountain View, California. And uh, I'm going to go listen to her. So maybe I'll, I'll even get a selfie. But, you know, Riley Gaines, who was attacked here in the San Francisco, I believe it was at San Francisco State, when she went there to defend women's rights, women's rights in sports, women's sports, and they really attacked her. They were, they were very angry that she was there and protecting women's sports. So that's tomorrow night. So I'll be able to report a little bit on the, what she spoke about. Um, I'd usually go to those events like once a month. They have uh, people speaking there. Um, and it's great because, you know, if you live in the Bay Area, like I do, it's it's very tough to find events where they have conservative speaking, you know. Um, it's almost impossible. So, uh, and conservatives don't like to come here and speak. I don't even know if Riley Gaines is conservative. I mean, tell you the truth, she's just a woman who's trying to protect women's sports. Who would ever think that that was considered a conservative thing, Right. Protecting women's sport. That's how crazy things have gotten. Really, folks, think how crazy things have gotten. That when someone tries to protect women's sports and women's rights, they're considered an extreme right winger. Uh, we should absorb that for a while. Because it wasn't too long ago, from what I remember, that the left were the ones who were always promoting women's rights and protecting women's rights in sports. Now, there's another group which they want to virtue signal even stronger, so they have taken up their cause, which, of course, means destroying women's sports. But they don't care about that to the left. It's always the next group that they can virtue signal for, right? So it's the one group then usurps the rights of another group. Then soon there'll be another group that comes along that will take over the rights of this particular this, you know, current group, the trans group. So it's always another group, right, that comes along that they have to virtue signal for. And it's uh, someone else's rights who get stumbled on all the time. So that's basically what they're all about. I look at it as like that game of rock, paper, scissors, right? It's a left's version of rock, paper, scissors, where, you know, the trans right trumps the women, women's rights trumps men's rights, then trans rights trumps women's rights, and so on and so forth. Excuse me for the use of the word Trump, but um, that's basically the way it is. And this is a never-ending cycle, right? But it shows how phony they are, because look at how fervent they were for women's rights, right? The feminist movement, women's sports. And now all of a sudden, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Now, if you're a woman like Riley Gaines, and you want to protect women's rights in sports, you're considered a right-winger, it shows how phony the left is. They're incredibly phony. It's just the virtue signal du jour. All right? 
what's the word for month? Mon? Virtue signal du mon. Virtue signal du an of the year. Because it's, it's obviously it's more than just a day or a week or a month. Boy, my, my, uh, my French coming back from living in Montreal for a couple of years. Um, but there's that. So, okay, so if you're for women's rights now and for women's sports, you're considered a right winger. Did you hear the latest? Now, this is not me making this up. This is not some, you know, small outlet that said what I'm about to tell you. But this is MSNBC, okay? The MSNBC nutjobs actually wrote this yesterday. The far right's obsession with fitness is going digital. So now you are a right winger if you want to be healthy. And Joe Rogan responded to that by saying, being healthy is far right. Holy fuck. I mean, seriously. So now, if you want to protect women's sports, you're a right winger. If you want to stay healthy, you're a right winger. Wait a minute. It gets even worse than that. And we'll talk about all of these things today. Now, on top of that, okay, so if you want to protect women's rights, you're a right winger. If you believe in fitness, you're a right winger. But now, if you believe there's actually child sex trafficking, if, if you believe that's actually a thing, you're also a right winger. I want to get this straight. If you believe that sex trafficking, particularly child sex trafficking, is actually a, a real problem, you're a right winger. This is how insane how bad crap crazy insane the left wing has become how anyone can be part of this wing anymore how anyone can be part of the democrat party anymore is beyond me i just i don't i don't understand it i don't get it you can this is once again this really proves this is all a cult because if you can't look at these things and say you know what this movement, this political ideology, this party I was once part of has abandoned me, then you're in a cult. Then you're in a cult. They have abandoned you. Just admit that. They abandoned you. It's not it's nothing against you, okay? It's nothing that, you know, uh, has anything to do with your character. This is what the left-wing movement, the Democrat Party, has become. It just happened. Maybe it was always going to happen. Maybe it was always headed this way, and many of us didn't see it. But this is what's happened. So it's time to abandon the Democrat Party. It's, it's time to abandon the left-wing movement because they've gone absolutely insane. They've gone bat-crap crazy insane. Once again... And these are all proven facts now. This is not my opinion. If you are fighting for women's rights in sports, in other words, if you believe that men, biological men, men should not be able to take over women's sports, you're a right winger. Okay? Let that, let that sink in for a second. If you believe in fitness and health and living longer and a better life, you're a right winger. Let that sink in. And if you believe that child sex trafficking is a real thing. And if you look on the Department of State's own website, it'll tell you that this is a an epidemic, right? This is millions, millions of children per year around the country. But if you believe that to be true, you are now a right winger. The bigger question, you know, I've always heard these uh, um, opinions 
some people call them conspiracy theories, that the left wing, the people in Hollywood and politicians, particularly the wealthy, including politicians and the people in Hollywood, those elites, are a bunch of pedos. And I think, come on, that's ridiculous. Why would they all be pedos? Why just because if you're in Hollywood or a politician, you have some money, why would that make you a, how does that make you a pedophile? How does that, how does that develop? Well, <laughs> they're certainly not disproving these quote unquote conspiracy theories when they come out and say that you are a right wing extremist if you believe in child sex trafficking. Namely, the movie I reviewed in a positive fashion last Friday, Sound of Freedom. My question is, why? Let's say you don't believe child sex trafficking is such a big deal. Let's say you don't think it's the deal that some people think it is, right? Wouldn't you just not say anything, right? Wouldn't you just say, okay, you think it's a big thing? I don't. I'm not going to talk about it. But what is with this fervent desire to protect pedophiles that the left has? What is with this desire to say that child sex trafficking is not a real thing, to die on the hill of child sex trafficking not being a big deal? Why would you decide to die on that hill? I don't, I, that I don't understand, especially when they have all these rumors going around, as I've just mentioned, that the elites are pedos. Aren't you, aren't you helping to perpetrate those rumors when you come out and you say something as idiotic as child sex trafficking is not real? Or when you feel the need, why would you feel the need to come out and say child sex trafficking is not real? In other words, Unless you believe you're being implicated, who are you defending? I don't, I don't understand. Who, I don't understand who's being defended by that. Who's being defended by this narrative that child sex trafficking isn't real and it's a it's a right wing conspiracy? I don't get it. Once again, it's almost as though you have a complex. Do these people have complexes? Are they are they actually believing this stuff to be true about them and others and their friends? Do they know something that I don't know? What is you unless you're implicated, unless I'm saying, hey, you are a pedo, then you I can understand you coming out and fighting it. But what is the point of, let's say, uh, Morning Joe and Mrs. Joe coming out and saying that this is all made up, that this is not an epidemic? That this is a small little thing that the right is making into a big thing. Why go there? Why die on that hill? It doesn't make any sense to me. It makes zero sense to me. Now, remember, this all comes from the same people who said that white nationalists is the, is the, uh, the end of the world. White nationalists are going to be the end of the world, right? White nationalism is the biggest problem in this country. Uh, they also said that the COVID vaccine would stop the spread. Rachel Maddow herself on MSNBC and everyone on MSNBC said, if you get that vaccine, the virus dies with you. You can't spread it. So these are the same people that said this stuff. So you might want to take any of their ideas with a grain of salt or a million grains of salt. But I don't get this idea to come out and say, Child sex trafficking is overblown. And if you believe that child sex trafficking 
is a real problem, you are a right-wing extremist. There's got to be a, a complex there. When, when we talk about Hollywood and the, and the elites, and no one has mentioned Joe Scarborough. No one's mentioned Mika Brzezinski Scarborough. No one's mentioned these people on MSNBC or CNN. So why are they so quick to come out and get defensive about it and say you are a right-wing lunatic if you believe in this stuff? Now, what's also crazy is that you're dying on a hill that's a false hill. It's fake. Child sex trafficking is a huge deal. It's Like I said, go on the State Department's own website, and they will talk about it being millions of people per year around the world. Is that not a big deal? Now, if you think that number is not a big number, you can come out and say that. Why you'd want to say that, I don't get it. It seems like a pretty big fucking number to me. It seems like a pretty big deal to me. It, the, the man who is portrayed by Jim Caviezel in Sound of Freedom is a real guy who worked for the state, the, worked for the, the Department of Homeland Security. So why does the Department of Homeland Security have people doing these jobs if child sex trafficking and pedophilia is not a big thing? Why would they have units? Why would they be paying people hundreds of thousands of dollars? Why would they be spending millions? By the way, the State Department's own website said that I believe it's $100 million the United States spent on this issue, and they've upped it by another $30 million or something. Why, if it's not a big deal? So none of this makes sense. The only way, the only reason you would want to come out and make a big deal of this, saying it's not a big deal, is if you have a complex that you're a pedophile, people think you're a pedophile, and you try and defend yourself, or if your good friends are being implicated in being pedophiles, like maybe Epstein and Maxwell. Maybe people who have been to that island and are on a list, whether it's been publicly announced or not, are afraid. They want to get ahead of it, right? And they want to say, no, 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 you're a, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're a right-wing lunatic if you believe this is a big deal because my name is on that list somewhere and I want to get ahead of it. But to me, if you feel... The need, whether you're a pedophile or not, whether you know pedophiles personally or not, to come out and try to say that child sex trafficking is not a big deal. I think you're an evil person. I think only an evil person would have the need to to do that. An incredibly evil person would come out and say, you know what? You know, we have to you know, we have to uh, cover today, Mika, this child sex trafficking nonsense. We have to make sure millions of people understand it's not a really big deal. And only the right wing thinks it's a big deal. Well, you know who else thinks it's a big deal? People, <clears throat> the American public, because Sound of Freedom has made more money than Indiana Jones. Sound of Freedom is getting some of the best reviews on IMDb, really in the history of cinema. In the history of cinema. Getting incredibly good reviews. I believe I saw the latest rating was like 8687. This is the, not the critics, this is the, the viewers, the people, the users, as they call them. I mean, that's incredible. Any film that gets an eight rating or higher on IMDb by users is in the top like 100 films of all time. It's very rare to get an eight. An eight five, really rare. There are some great films that don't get ratings that high. So the people like it. 
The people are seeing it. It's breaking records. So the people must think this is a big enough deal to spend their money and time to go to movies. And people don't go to movies anymore, but they're going to see this movie. So who's right? The State Department's numbers? The people going to see all this, this all the, the millions of people going to see the movie or Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski and Mika Brzezinski Scarborough and other people on CNN and MSNBC and ABC and people in the in the in the legacy media who want you to believe that you're making a big deal over nothing. That child sex trafficking is not a big deal. Why would you think that child sex trafficking is not a big deal? So you don't understand there are pedophiles out there who know they can make money and get their rocks off doing this stuff? Is that just, is that beyond your world purview that you don't understand that there are evil people out there that mankind and womankind just to be, I want to make sure I got the equity covered womankind too, not just mankind. Although men are skeevier in general. Oh, there's Julian Maxwell. So who knows? But anyway, I digress. Look to not think that there are evil people out there. A lot of people, evil people out there right? Who are sick. And you combine sickness with the, you know, the natural human instinct to want to make money. And of course, child sex trafficking is real. Of course, human sex trafficking is real. There's no doubt about it. Why? I'm just, once again, as I talk about this, I'm, my, my mind is boggled that anyone would want to come out and die on the hill of sex trafficking is fake. Sex, child sex trafficking is something the right wing is making up. Would you just, once again, we just cover a different story? Or maybe if no one was seeing Sound of Freedom, these people wouldn't be so bugged. But we're getting under their skin, I think. Is it because we know we're getting closer to outing them? Is it because they don't want millions of Americans to see this stuff? They don't want millions of Americans to know this is happening. They don't want millions of Americans to uh, maybe think that some of that Epstein Island stuff is real. Maybe they're afraid we're getting really close to, to them, right? It's getting too close for comfort for some people in the mainstream media. So what they try to do is get out ahead of it and make it look like it's fake news, right? They did this before with so much other stuff like vaccines and masks. And as we, as they knew we were getting closer to them, outing them, outing the truth, they would make sure that more and more stories were written about how effective masks were and how crazy those of us who didn't believe in them were and how selfish we were, how effective and safe the vaccines were. If you said anything about heart disease or strokes or blood clots from vaccines, you were a conspiracy theorist. So remember, when we get closer to the truth, they get nervous. The hornet's nest gets stirred up and then they, they try to get ahead of it. Right. They want to make people believe it's all make believe. That's what they want because they have a – the only reason you do that is when you have a personal stake in something. When you have a personal stake in something like you're a pedophile or you know pedophiles or your friends are pedophiles, you want to get out ahead of it and make it look like it's all bullshit. 
so you never get implicated or people never believe that you're part of that cabal. That's the only reason why these people would come out and say these crazy things and die on this hill that our children are not in danger at all. That it's a, it's a fake, made-up thing. It's a fake, made-up thing. So the U.S. government spends millions of dollars a year on it. The Department of Homeland Security has people who work in these divisions, and it's all made up. You see, this is how they get stupid people to come on board with things, right? All the information was out there about how masks did nothing to stop viruses, right? All the information was out there about how this vaccine was was rushed and garbage. All the information was out there about how lockdowns and the six-foot rule were all bullshit, Neanderthal, medieval non-science. All the information's out there that shows that child sex trafficking is real. It's as real as the sky is blue. I feel like I'm insane even talking about this. It's like me trying to defend the sky being blue. After a while, you start doing that and you say, wow, am I fucking insane talking about this? I have to defend that the sky is blue. I have to defend that there are stars in the sky and a galaxy and a Milky Way and the earth is round. I have to defend this shit. But that's what we're getting with the left now, because all they can do is try to fool their minions who are very gullible into believing their narrative. So they're not implicated in all of this stuff. So they're not implicated in the big farmer profits. They're not implicated in our society being destroyed, people being killed by the COVID vaccine and masking and lockdowns. So they don't have to deal with the fact that a lot of people in their circle, maybe even themselves, are part of this child sex trafficking or this pedophile ring. So they have to make everything look ridiculous. Even though the facts, the evidence are right out there at our fingertips. Anyone can Google this stuff. Anyone can find out how much this government spends against child sex trafficking and sex trafficking. Everyone can look at the Department of Homeland Security and see this man who was depicted in this movie is real. That division is real. Child sex trafficking, pedophilia. It's a real division that they spend money on and have people working on. Anyone can look this stuff up. And so if you look this stuff up, you say, wait a minute, how is this fake? How is this not a big deal? If it's not a big deal, why would the government spend any money on it or have anyone working or have any divisions dedicated to this if it didn't exist? Anyone can do that in about three fucking minutes. Yet the liberals are so dumb. They're so ignorant. They're so naive. They're so willing to accept the narrative that just makes them feel good. That they'll accept all this bullshit from the Brzezinski's and the Scarboroughs in the fucking world. That's how sad this country is. Now, it does make me feel better that people are going to see this movie. It's breaking records. It's getting great reviews from people. That's a good news. That's good news. But that is what's making them work overtime, overdrive, to try to make it all look fake. 
to try to make it seem like everyone going to see this movie is a MAGA, 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 ultra MAGA, 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 MAGA. They sound like fucking morons. The more they say MAGA, the more they sound like fucking total fucking imbecilic assholes. When will people stop listening to these charlatans, to these evil satanic people? That you're a right winger if you believe in child sex trafficking, if you believed in, in pedophilia, if you believe that children are being taken advantage of, you're an extreme right winger. If you believe in health and fitness and working out, you're a right winger. If you believe in women's rights and sports, you're a right winger. Who the fuck are these people? How do you believe this garbage? But people do. Because if they didn't, none of this would work. They would have stopped doing it a long time ago. But people do believe bullshit. Because the bullshit makes them feel better. It's like a warm blankie at night. They don't have to think about all of this horrible stuff. And the left has always been that way. They want to just feel good about things. That's what we talk about with some about wokeness and virtue signaling. Things that just make you feel good. Feel good. Take all the guns out of society. Oh, I feel so good saying that. Imagine no guns in the world. Oh, how nice. How pretty. Unicorns flying through the sky. That's every issue they take. Every issue they take. It's all about feeling good, warmness, milk and cookies. And there's no reality or common sense to any of it. Zero reality or common sense to any of it. Because reality and common sense applied to reality sometimes doesn't make you feel so good. The idea that this is child sex trafficking and pedophile rings is not a good feeling. Who wants to believe that? It's easier not to believe it. Big Pharma, there are people who work in, 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 in the medical industry and Big Pharma who like put profits over our health. Oh, that doesn't feel good thinking about that. No, I'll think everyone in Big Pharma and all doctors love us and want to cure us and make us live forever. Oh, that's so nice, isn't it? Sure, that's easier. It's easier to live in that uh, world of, 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 of unicorns and, 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 uh, and good feelings and warm, fuzzy feelings. Oh, if someone's got a doctor next to their name, they can't be a bad person. I That makes me feel bad. The world's not perfect? No, can't be. You've got to be a ex right-wing extremist to believe that. Oh, you mean all I have to do is get this injection or maybe 18 of them and I'll never get sick? Oh, I love that idea. I feel great. All I have to do is put this cloth mask over my face and I can never get a cold again. I'm on board with that. This is what they believe because they want to believe it because it's easy and it makes them feel good.
It doesn't matter if it's reality. It doesn't matter if it's the world the rest of us live in. That's what the left has always wanted. Feel good, virtue signaling things that make it easier for them to live in the world and live their lives. Forget if it's actual truth. It doesn't matter. That's why we go crazy saying, well, don't they see the facts? Don't they see the facts that we see? Why don't they spend 10 minutes to go look? Because they don't want to look because they're afraid of what they'll find. So instead of doing that's why they that's why they listen to people who say things like don't do your own research. That's what they were told during covid. If you do your own research, you're a right wing MAGA extremist, ultra MAGA conspiracy theory MAGA because they don't want you doing your own research because you're going to find things that aren't within your narrative. The narrative they're trying to push your fuzzy, warm, cuddly worldview. So just believe what they say. Put a pacifier in your mouth like an infant and do as you're told by us. That's what infants like, right? They're crying, wah, wah, and they put the pacifier in their mouth and they, and they feel better. That's what they want us to do. That's what liberals enjoy. It's like a dog. A dog wants to be told what to do. That's settled science, actually. Dogs like having following orders and, and having orders to follow, having a master. They feel more comfortable having a master. They want us. They want to be our master. Liberals want a master. They feel like, a, like a fucking dog, they feel better having a master, being told what to do, having a routine, being told what to do and how to do it, and that makes them feel happy. Hey, Bill, Monday to you, or well, Tuesday where you are now. You know, Mike, you know what's so, what's so outrage? Where is the outrage from these people about the issue of not of the, the rampant systemic sex trafficking? You know, I put some things in live chat. You remember Dynacorp, Cynthia yes, McKinney? absolutely, yes. Should we go down the list? Child Protective Services, who was that? Senator, what was her name again? She ended up. Such with an S. Oh, gosh, she just had a senior moment now. I had it in my mind. She ended up, her and her husband ended up dead. Uh, she was exposing Child Protective Services, all the problems with that. Schaefer, Senator Schaefer. Um, right. Then you had, you had, so you had Child Protective Services. So I'm just going through the list. I put some things on that table. Well, I mean, let's talk about, um, hold on. Uh, I'm having a senior moment here. I, I, you know what happens? I get real upset like you, and I can't yell and scream, so I have a brain freeze <laughs> instead. <laughs> that's know, what happens when you can't just let it all out, Bill. I, I can't let it out. <laughs> it's too, It's in the middle of the night, or I got someone in the other room that goes to work in the morning. Okay. So I have to I have to pretend I'm calm. I'm calm, but inside I'm raging. You know what I mean? So consider the... The establishment predators, the protection of the Catholic, Mormon, Jewish, Muslim, and evangelical churches. We know there's a scandals in all those churches. Sex drive. This is right happening right in people's lives every day. Somehow that goes unchecked where the, 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 
the statute of limitations on sex crimes isn't changed to where it should be uniform to where the victims have a, a look back window, first of all, because they were too intimidated. In fact, the UN report on the Vatican, there should be no statute of limitations on these crimes because it's so, the abuse of power and difference is so great when they happen. You see what I mean? So what's amazing is when you get close to exposing them, when you get more mainstream and exposing them like a movie, right, that millions of people see that does better mm -hmm. than Indiana Jones, that gets them very nervous. That gets them very nervous. So I guess I answered my own question when I said, why would they die on this hill? They feel at this point, when it gets this much publicity, they can't stay quiet. Well, they have to try to defend it and make it look like it's all a bunch of, you know, I'll use one of Biden's terms, malarkey, right? That's what they need to do because we're getting too close to them. And that was getting too big. It was fine for them. They didn't really have to talk about it when it was just like Alex Jones talking about something like this or Pizzagate or something they can say is so stupid and moronic and idiotic and comedic. But now when you have a mainstream film with mainstream actors like Jim Caviezel and Bill Camp and so on and so forth, and people are seeing it, then they have to go into overdrive to make it all look fake, right? And not only do they just say the whole thing isn't real, but then what they do, and we've talked about this with everything. It's it's from doctors like Jay Bhattacharya to people running for office like Ron DeSantis. What they do is they put out fake attack stories trying to take them down personally right and we've seen this with sound of freedom and jim caviezel that they they're now planting stories that he's like a, a QAnon nutcase the guy's a fucking hollywood actor man he was in the passion of the christ he's been acting for decades now all of a sudden oh no he's a big QAnon guy so therefore this big QAnon guy and that's all fake of course is in this movie you can't believe the movie you see that's what they do they try to character assassinate when we get too close to the truth and it becomes too mainstream, Bill. Yeah, well, it's true. I mean, we can, I want to carry on with that list of people, then go to the whistleblower who talked about the border crisis. Let me go to her. There was a whistleblower, okay, testified uh, in a House Judiciary Subcommittee hearing on immigration integrity, security and enforcement, and including health and human services whistleblower Tara Lee Rodas testified uh, regarding um, she viewed firsthand uh, is a sophisticated network of child migrant smuggling into forced labor and other forms of slavery uh, is calling on Congress to act to crack down on the U.S.'s role in that network. It also obviously includes which says sex trafficking is obviously we know that's part of that. So you have the cartels, you know, that what, what, what are called the cartels, uh, uh, the Mexican cartels, the Colombian cartels, etc. But then, you know, the, the deeper issue is, is when we have uh, the UN uh, peacekeeping force, they had a huge scandal with sex trafficking. Uh, the World Health Organization had a huge scandal, if you study that one. And who talked about that was Andrew Bridgen, the MP in the uh, English Parliament mentioned that when he was talk, talking about the World Health Organization being an uh, organization that has no integrity uh, regarding the international health regulations, just tying it back to COVID. But then he said, this, 
this organization covered up sex trafficking, and it, that's and he talked about that and how um, who's the guy who was head of that Tedros Tedros mm-hmm. yeah he was directly involved in covering that up. You had the Boy Scouts, the U.S. Olympic Committee with uh, Nasser, and don't forget when these things happen, Mike. These are big enough to where the FBI and the DOJ are fully aware this is going on, you know, and they were involved in, in uh, the, the girls who first came out, the Olympic girls, uh, the first six that came out said it took how many years before the FBI moved on that? In the meantime, another 70 girls were abused, uh, as many as young as 10 years old, some committing suicide with the Nasser scandal. You know, then you have, I'm just, I mean, the list of things is unbelievable. The, the, the university problems, remember there was uh, Sandusky at Penn State. That took 10 years to finally get, the first prosecutor disappeared. Then it's off, then no one knows what happened to him. And it was 10, year in the, 10 years in the making before Penn State and Sandusky, that got uh, held to account. Um, I'm just thinking of some other things. Um, you know, the military, we talked about Dynacorp, Hollywood, obviously you, you mentioned that. And so this is something that is happening amongst the elite establishment, Epstein, Maxwell, not only uh, Gasoline, but Robert Maxwell, her father. And uh, he was financed by the Rothschild Bank. Uh, him, uh, uh, let me think for a second, you had Gates, mm-hmm. uh Maxwell, uh, Lexley Wexner, Prince Andrew, and who talked about all this was Maria Farmer, Whitney Webb. Have you heard of Whitney Webb, One Nation Under Blackmail? Mm-hmm. She uh, interviewed Maria Farmer, one of the victims of the whole Epstein scandal at the, at St. James Island, and also the um, Manhattan townhouse that Leslie Wexner uh, supposedly donated to him. And... Uh, I mean, the, this is so much of such a part of Prince Andrew, the royal family, that whole cover-up. Um, and we, the other thing I, I question, Mike, when you think of the Epstein case, right? So, Ghislaine Maxwell goes to prison. What about all the Johns? You're going to tell me her address, but can I understand? There's a hundred-year, uh, it's sealed. Yeah, for but, 100 Bill, years. That's, the, that's the ridiculous thing about that. So, Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell are these horrible people that get prosecuted and convicted. So you're right. How about all the other people who were involved? Where are they? Yeah, so who, 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 sex trafficking, okay, yeah. There is no case against Epstein and Maxwell if there weren't acts, bad, you know. That's exactly right. committed against children. Who committed those critical acts outside of Ghislaine? How about their clients? That's how they made yep. their money, didn't they? That's one way. Yeah, there was. A, well, he also real estate. Apparently, Epstein was known to have said he made his most money real estate. Uh, well, they, but they involving went Donald it was Trump. A big deal because it was this huge yeah. ring. So, who? Where are all the people in a ring? That's the point. You have people inside that ring. Where are all the right. other people? 
Right. Think about this. The FBI, FBI clearly must have raided the Manhattan town, townhouse in New York, Leslie Wexner did. And plus you have his other properties, including Pedophile Island. Where's all the documentation, the, the, the uh, videos, the photos that supposedly he had to blackmail everybody? Where's all the material aspects of evidence that were used in that case to nail Gasoline? The, there has to be. That's why it's under wraps, Mike. Because of who would expose? Who, who, who's, who were the Johns? Who were the men and women abusing those young girls, uh, in sex acts? This, this, this is, why Whitney Webb said Epstein was a middle manager. He wasn't even above him was, was Maxwell's father, Robert Maxwell. Uh, there was also Trump's mentor. What was his name? Roy Cohen. Yeah. Roy he Cohen. was, yeah. there were emails were revealed. He was a, a pedophile. Um, you know, this goes back there. She talks about operation underworld, which I never heard of. I've heard of MK ultra and mockingbird and, you know, many others, but I hadn't heard of Underworld, where it's a collaboration of intelligence communities around the world and mafias. And so you had, the, I think it mentions the CIA, the MI6, um, the um, uh, Italian mafia, Jewish mafia, the, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, um, the, um, who's the, uh, the Mossad? They're all involved in Operation Underworld. You can Google Operation Underworld, and it supposedly ended at the end of the World War. But that's nonsense. So these these operations that supposedly end, they just go. That's the excuse, you know. Somehow they ended. Well, then how do you explain all this? Like as if it's not still happening. I'm going to annoy them even more. I'm going to quote Matthew seven fifteen, and I'm not a religious Bible person, but Matthew seven fifteen says, "Remember." Whether you believe in God or Jesus or the Bible, or people did write the Bible, right? It was written. Yeah. It's like a book. I and believe you, that. And a lot of stuff in the book is, is written by smart people, just like the Constitution was written by smart people. And people have gotten a lot dumber. People were a lot smarter back then. So Matthew 7.15 wrote, you'll know them by their fruits. What that yeah. pretty much is, is you'll know them by the things that they deny is an existent. And yeah. in, in existence and, 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 and the things they believe in. And people like Mika Brzezinski and, and Joe Scarborough and MSNBC and other people in the media believe, are trying to tell you that child sex trafficking doesn't exist. And we should really pay attention to the exact people who are saying these things. What is that called? What do they say? The, the other saying, doth protest too much? Yeah. Doth protest too much? Yes. Well, they protest too much about something like child sex trafficking. Like I said, it's, a, it's such a bizarre hill to die on. It's bizarre. Well, it it's bizarre. I can understand if you're making money off Big Pharma. You know, you have you, you work on MSNBC or CNN, and your, your station has Big Pharma ads, right? So you believe that if you say anything negative about Big Pharma, Tucker Carlson didn't care about that. Look what happened to him. But I can understand it. Okay, you want to keep your job, so you want to not say anything bad about Big Pharma, and you want to pretend they're great people. And Fauci's a great person because there's money involved. I get it. Okay. It's horrible, but I understand it. But child sex trafficking? <laughs> Why are you pretending something doesn't exist that the entire world knows exists? Unless unless you got some kind of a personal stake in it. I agree. Well, let's not forget, Cindy McCain came out and testified that um, 
that they all knew about Epstein. For she, that's the word, Sidney McCain's obviously John McCain's uh, mm -hmm. widowed wife, saying that, well, they all knew. It's just they couldn't get anyone in a, like, enforcement authority to do anything about it. Well, the, uh, that, again, you could uh, search YouTube and find these things. I just didn't, I'm talking, it's coming to my head. I'm not, I haven't put these in the live chat yet, but I mean, there's some things I have. Um, and, uh, that's that's striking. When so, in other words, you know, he's a long-term senator, or war hero, and they all knew. She says they must have been his uh, people in the Senate with him, you know. And to think well, that they could that's the next movie we need is a movie directly about Maxwell and Epstein. And absolutely, you know, that's what we need. We need something that's very specific to that, and I'll watch that. That'll come out. That'll make even more money than Sound of Freedom because the Epstein thing is so popular. Then watch the left wing go nuts there. But it's true. We can, we can look at the people who were really protesting the, mo the most. And you have to think. I mean, I think it's logical to think that they're part of this stuff. Well, I would say, yeah, they got a lot to hide. Well, you got Bill Cosby, right, who went to prison. And then, first of all, you know, when you have Alice Acosta making deals with Epstein and uh, Dershowitz uh, in Florida, so Epstein got a slap in the wrist initially with uh, only one charge of sex trafficking on a 14-year-old member, like 10, 12 years before he supposedly killed himself in prison. Um that's Alice Acosta. And what does Trump do? He makes him his labor secretary. The right. guy who gave Epstein a slap on the wrist. Right. It's like, right. well, maybe that's because just maybe, you know, Trump and Epstein go back how far in this and how deep does that go? That's another thing that I don't buy. I mean, the idea that he wasn't more involved than he wants to acknowledge because it was one of, one of, uh, it may have been Maria Farmer, one of the girls who was interviewed, who was involved in the Epstein scandal as, as a victim, talked about uh, Trump's wife uh, soliciting young girls. The, was it, let me think, Ivana, Ivanka, Ivana. Is Ivana the wife, Ivanka the daughter? I always get the two confused with Trump. Um, Who's who there? Ivanka was the wife. Ivana. Ivanka. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. so the, the young girl was saying that Ivanka would go out with Ghislaine Maxwell and recruit girls as young as 12 years old to bring back to parties that Trump and Epstein held. Sure. And that's her testimony. Like, well, you know, so, so how is, how we have a, we have a president who admitted grabbing women in the, grabbing them in the, you know, where and the access Hollywood tapes. And then there's like, 23 or 28 women who have complaints against him. And then he was held liable in well, court with Eugene Carroll. And go ahead. This is why I can't take Trump supporters seriously. I mean, the I same people, once again, we talk about the age thing, right? And they go, oh, Biden's too yeah. old, but no, Trump is a young buck, right? <laughs> Biden's in horrible shape, but Trump's in great shape. And also this whole thing with, you know, Bill Clinton's is this, this sick fucking pervert. Yet Donald yes. Trump isn't. You know, they're all in the same circle. They are in the same you circles. Can't, you can't think Biden is old and in horrible shape and not think the same about Trump. You can't think that Bill Clinton is this sex, you know, uh, this uh, sex pervert and not think right. the same about Donald Trump. It just shows that 
they're all in their little cults and and they just they, they can't think straight. They can't they can't just these are just basic facts, basic reality, basic common sense. And it just doesn't of fit course. into their narrative. It really doesn't fit into their narrative. So Right, right. And what yeah. they do is they use some money and influence to buy out the victims with gag orders, because if they don't, look what happened to Tara Reed. She wouldn't take that type of gag order and that Senator Biden uh, apparently sexually assaulted her. Her mother called into the Larry King show in real time and said, my daughter's a senator staffer. She's been sexually assaulted, but she's afraid to come out. And that's that you can find that Larry King interview or call in on, uh, on, I think it's still on YouTube. And then years later, she comes out because a lot of times victims are, have reason to feel afraid to come out. They don't, you know, they're afraid of their own safety. They're afraid of of being smeared. Like, look what they do. You know, um, they're afraid of, of I don't know, uh, maybe even being killed. I mean, you know, there's a long list of Clinton uh, people around Clinton that have sun- committed weird acts of suicide or suddenly died somehow. I mean, I want to be... Uh, there's a long list of them. Let's put it that way. Even Secret Service personnel that work with them. But don't forget, when hit the the, the uh, reports on the airplane, uh, Epstein's airplane uh, that they took to Pedophile Island, the Lode Express. The uh, there's a long list of number. Uh, look, someone just posted uh, all the all the Democrats that Donald Trump voted for for president. All they're all Democrats. Everyone up through Obama, he voted for, <laughs> and now yeah. and now he's this great Republican hero. It's ridiculous. First of all, th- yes, he voted Democrat for many many years, um, for most of his life, Donald Trump. But he also yes. hung out with Bill Clinton and Hillary. Remember, he oh yeah, Trump, Bill, and Hillary Clinton were great friends up until 2016. Oh yeah, didn't so, he go to the the wedding? Uh, of course, of yeah. course. I, it's amazing how Trump supporters just kind of. Put this aside, right? That, that it yeah. didn't exist. Or that Trump all of a sudden in 2016 had this great epiphany that the Clintons were evil. Oh, come on. These people are ridiculous. They are. I know. It just makes no sense. It's, it's <laughs> pathetic, you know. Uh, but the load expressed the flight logs. That's what I was thinking of, where Clinton was known to have flown, I believe it was 24 to 28 times on the load express. So, you know, it's somewhere in that range. I'm not quite sure. That's the plane that went to... Epstein Island, Pedophile Island, and, you know, the secrets, and people forget that security goes with every president as long as they live. So Secret Service knew and knows where this man, what he's doing, where he's going, who he's with. Mm-hmm. They have to know. Then Prince Andrew has, they have a Secret Service that accompanies any of the royal family, lest they be, you know, abducted and held for ransom or killed. So do you have to, this is what I mean. You just have to break it down a little bit. Wait a minute. Secret Service of the United States, the, the, of, of, of the royal family, knows. They all know. That's the point, Mike. It's like the, the, the uh, Kathleen McChetney was hired by the church, jumping over to the church for a second. She was an FBI executive director, and the church hired her in 2020. I'm sorry, yeah. 2000, 2000, yeah. 20 years yeah. ago. Yeah. What's yeah. been going on? How, does, yeah. how has Aaron and F been busted down? 
just, I mean, they're bought out even through the legislature. You know, that's the thing. This is so systemic and systematic. Hollywood has a lot to cover up. Who's, who's the fellow who, um, not only, uh, 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 I'm so upset. I'm having trouble speaking right now. I have to keep my voice down at the same time. It's maddening. I have to tell you, but it's maddening. It's, but you know, it's good, it's good control. You know how to control your voice. That's great. I, I, I do the I best need, I, I can. I need those lessons myself. No, you don't. No, no, no. If, if I was in private where I could, I'd be out the window with my head out the window. I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. You know what I mean? Don't forget, I have my own personal experience where I got thanked by Letitia James in writing for assisting our investigation. The, the canon laws of secrecy, Crimean solicitation, which the Trump, which Trump, which the Pope hasn't lifted, are still in effect. Yet the Pope took, you know, they made some changes during the DOJ investigation, the papal secrets. Is, that was all supposed the stuff to be the you talk one. about, Bill, getting back to my one of my points I was making earlier, yeah. is that this is all, you know, it's uncomfortable stuff to believe is real, right? And the yes. left has this thing. I don't know where it comes from. That is above my pay grade. But where they don't want to believe in bad things. They want to believe in unicorns and happiness. So it's a lot easier to just say this is all garbage. This doesn't exist. It might be a small problem somewhere in uh, you know Uganda somewhere, but that's about it. You know, it, it, it's so much easier to think that way. You know, to live in this this worldview of you know the, the pink colored glasses and everything is rosy and perfect. This is what they want to believe, and this is what they're they're fed by their by the legacy media is that don't believe all these horrible things, Bill. Don't believe that. There's a big pharma who only cares about money over everything else, money over health, money over human life, right? Don't believe, don't believe that there are bad people out there who will do whatever they can to get guns. Forget about that. Don't, don't believe all that bad stuff. Don't believe, don't believe that the vaccine isn't going to end COVID. Don't believe that masks aren't going to end COVID. Just do as we say, and everything will be so nice and warm and fuzzy. This is the worldview they want to live in. They don't want to believe in any of this horrible, dark stuff you talk about, Bill. They don't want to believe it. It doesn't matter about facts. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Evidence, facts, doesn't matter. Okay? Well, that all the stuff we talk about in actual uh-huh. court of law, we'd win all of it because we have all the evidence and facts. It doesn't matter. And when these things are brought up to court of law, we do win. But they don't want to believe any of this stuff because it's tough. It's not easy. It gives you nightmares. They want pleasant dreams. And I don't know where it comes from. I don't know where that worldview of the left comes from. But maybe when I was younger, I think that's when they say, you know, people when they're young tend to be more left. And then they become more conservative, libertarian, right, as they grow older. Because I guess as you get older, you begin to realize that the world is not a perfect place. That there's a lot of evil and darkness and, and satanic stuff going on. Yes. It needs to be addressed. It needs to be addressed. And maybe you don't want to believe that when you're 18 or 20. But by the time you're 40, maybe you should start believing it. Well, I think there's a couple of things going on here. I think, one, you make a good point. A lot of them are in that circle. And so they want to, it's denialism because they're in the circle. They yeah, don't they want to get expose. out of it and make it look like it's yeah. bullshit. Obviously, yes. Right. I think there's that. Plus, I think, you know, these entities that we're talking about, Big Pharma, Hollywood, uh, the 
Catholic Church, the Mormon Church, etc., etc., everything where Child Protective Services, you know, the UN, the World Health Organization, they have a lot of power. And so money, money, and influence. And a lot of people in positions of power that are going to be their mouthpieces to cover up. It's been going on forever. The, you know, the puppets, they're puppets. So they'll come out, some people come out and they'll deny being their spokesperson to, to throw shade over it. You know what I mean by that? To try and cover. It's not that it's real. It's, who's the, who's the Hollywood executive that finally nailed who was, uh, uh abusing girls for decades? Um, what's his name? Um, Weinstein? Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Weinstein. Mm-hmm. So, that was well known in, uh, amongst people in Hollywood for a long time. Yeah, look how long it took to deal with one person being implicated. That they can, they can. Words, the left can wrap their minds around one evil, wealthy white guy. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> the left has no problem wrapping their mind that this an e- one evil, wealthy, fat white guy exists. That's fine. They they can do that. They can scapegoat that person. But they don't want to believe it's a. In other words, they they can't expand their minds into believing it's bigger than that. That they could that their minds can deal with. Their psyche can deal with blaming one guy, who's ugly and heavy and wealthy and easy to dislike. That they can do, but they can't believe that is bigger than that one scapegoat. Yeah, well, I'm love, thinking love, of the left mm-hmm. love scapegoating people in general, so. Right, right. But I'm also um, thinking of one of their award ceremonies, the guy who does The Simpsons, what's his name, Uh, who's one of the producers of, um, anyway. Seth, uh, Seth, what's his name? Seth. uh, Yeah, Seth Meyers, is that it? No, 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 no. Seth Meyers is the the, the talk show host. Oh, okay. No, no. Um, Go ahead. The Simpsons. You know what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's right. The one who hosted the award shows, many. Simpsons the family guy. The family guy, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if, you know the fellow who hosted the award shows? He's a comedian. He, When they have their own Hollywood award shows, which I don't follow, so I couldn't tell if it was Emmys or whatever damn award yeah. show it was. Uh-huh. But he openly joked about it. He taunted them. Do you remember about the, about the, them all being a bunch of uh, uh, child molesters and stuff? Do you remember but, that? Uh, but, but they can... In other words, if it's put in the form of a joke, they can justify that they're basically just making a joke out of right-wing conspiracies, right? I mean, we're joking about, we can laugh at ourselves based on right-wing conspiracies, but I don't know how, I don't know how hard that hits home when you make a joke about something. You know, it's like, because people can just say, oh yeah, you're making a joke. Every, everyone is the yes, sure. thing about us, and we'll just joke about it and laugh about it. You know, so it's like, it's R- Ricky Gervais, that's what you're talking about. Oh, is that what I was thinking about? Yeah. Yes. Not the, not the Simpsons guy. The Vicky Gervais. And, and yes. And it, yeah, when he did the Golden Globes. At the end, yeah, the okay. end go, yeah. go fucking do coke, cocaine or something. Go, don't, go do your cocaine. Well, that's probably true. But once again, I don't know. I don't know how hard that hits, you know, and how much he believes it. But um, look, <laughs> it's not that. It's, it's amazing how people can't wrap their minds around there's a possibility of people in hollywood you know uh being addicted to drugs or doing some evil things with all the money they have and all the 
all, all the all the privacy they can buy with their money. It's not it's not that much of a stretch to believe there's people like that in Hollywood. Well, you also have to remember that who was it? Mel Monroe said that Hollywood's a giant orgy. Uh, Shirley MacLaine came out and talked about the casting couch. There's the thing's been leaking out for decades about Hollywood, about uh, you know the sex parties and and things like that. That's uh, we've heard about that for decades, right? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Dean supposedly was bisexual and yeah. uh, along with yeah. Rock Hudson, and there was this. But once again, you know, also the mind of the liberal bill the way they refute a lot of this stuff is saying well come on once again this is the the need to believe that everything they can feel better about things things they say that put a warm blanket over everything and they say well come on people couldn't enough people couldn't um, keep the secret right that's how they dispel a lot of things that's just like a a theory that's you can't prove that that's a theory that oh well you know no, there's too many. You have to keep too many people quiet, and that makes them feel better. Oh yes, that's right. Oh right, right, right. None of this can be real because you have to keep too many people quiet, and it's impossible. But it's not impossible. No, it's when not. You've got it's... money and power, and everyone in your circle has money and power, and does the exact same things you're doing, and wants it kept quiet. <laughs> Come on, mm-hmm. and and knowing in general that if someone says this is true. They can just refute it by saying, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, right-wing nutcase. There you go. It's over. Don't got to talk about it anymore. But it's all about making them feel better that these things, coming up with these blanket excuses why these things are not real, right? These feel-good reasons why these things aren't real. Just like they believe that if you put, but come on, the left believes, many people on the left believe, Bill, that if you put up a sign saying gun-free zone, no one's going to bring a gun there, Bill. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Because that makes them, that sign, gun-free zone, makes them feel good. It makes them feel nice and good. They think this is real because it makes them feel better. That's the sad thing. There's no reality. There's no common sense. It's just let's do things that make us feel good and pat each other on the back and jerk each other off. Sorry for being so vulgar, but that's the way they feel. And it's yeah, every I, single issue down the line from A to Z. I I would say, Mike, that, you know, when Cindy McCain says they all knew and Epstein and and so people on the right and left side of the aisle knew. Because obviously McCain was Republican, was he not? Am I not mistaken about that? Or, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think it's more about the cover-up and how they play it. But behind closed doors, they talk. They know. They have their committee hearings, and not to mention their social interactions. So I think it's more about you know they put one another up. It's like worldwide wrestling. It's like watching worldwide wrestling where, right. you know, uh, who's, who's going to play the bad guy this time around? Like Hulk Hogan and throughout his career, he's played the, he- the hero and the bad guy, you know, uh, they trade roles. And, uh, so I don't know that it's, I, you know, I, I'd have to study it further, but, but, you know, sure, uh, Clinton being a Democrat, uh, Trump, Democrat, Republican, uh, Leslie Wexner, Epstein, and look, consider this, the whole concept behind this Epstein thing, uh, 
as I understand it, was he was tied in with the Mossad. And somehow they used these uh, blackmailing uh, by, by somehow videoing or, or having evidence of uh, getting people in compromised position with underage girls. But then the Mossad... Mossad is intelligence, right? That's the... Uh, right. Well, I'm sorry, I want to interrupt you, but Daniels just said something. Yes, you put on a dress, you're a woman. Well, that's part of it, right? If you, this is, if you put on a dress, you're a woman. This is what they want us to believe, right? If you say you're a woman, you're a woman, right? How, and this is part of their... This is the same part of that worldview I talk about, where it's just about feeling good about things. In other words, they'll say that. People on the left will say, hey, look, if someone wants to say they're a woman, they're a woman. If someone wants to be, if someone's a man but they want to be a woman, if they're a woman, just let them live and let live. Let them do what they want. It's so so great. And come on, can't we all get along? Kumbaya. Let's roast some marshmallows. But that's not the real world, though. That's not reality. Reality is that if you're a man, you're a man. If you're a woman, you're a woman. Reality is women can breastfeed. Most of them, not all of them can. Men can't breastfeed. Bill. I'm sorry, I know you know that. <laughs> well, you know what <laughs> the truth is? <laughs> I'm just saying, but it's like, it's so, but this is the left worldview is, oh, if someone wants to believe they can breastfeed, who would you to say they can't? Well, reality says you can't. Can I, can I jump in here, Mike? Yes, go ahead. But if you give a man enough hormones, they will begin to lactate. But it's not no, I understand healthy, that, but, but they not, can't breastfeed yeah. in the sense of the child. It's not good for the child. What you're putting into the but child I, is not healthy for the child. I'm not justifying it. I'm saying no, that's I'm saying how absurd it is. Yeah. You, you can't breastfeed. I mean, yeah, I can maybe squeeze my peck enough and something will shoot out of it. But it doesn't mean a child should should ingest that. No. <laughs> you know? No. And if you believe that and you're doing it, you're hurting children. It's a, it's a form of, of uh, child, child abuse. abuse. Absolutely. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I'll be I'll be I'll be specific. A man can't healthily and successfully breastfeed a child. Right. No. Of course. Not. Um. Yeah. So I I want to get back to the Mossad. You have Israeli intelligence supposedly directly involved with Epstein. That would be also with Gisley Maxwell, Robert Maxwell, the whole network. Uh, well, it's not just Israeli intelligence. That would involve the CIA because they would have to know mm. and be part and go part and parcel. Right. You know, otherwise the CIA would have busted it because this went on for decades. The FBI CIA had to know. And like I said, anywhere Clinton went, Secret Service went with him his whole it was going to always go with them his whole life. So, mm -hmm. so they know, Mike. This is a thing. This is what's so maddening. Is is this uh, delusion uh, that somehow people in authority uh, aren't aware and aren't part of the uh, network? They are. But Bill, I want know? to feel better. Yeah. I want to feel better about things. I don't want to believe this is true. Hey, Bill. If that's yeah. true, Bill, why doesn't the Secret Service say something? I'm sorry, I can hardly hear you tonight for some reason. Why does the news? Why does the Secret Service say something? Why would they go along with it? Well, that, well, first of all, it's irrefutable that uh, Clinton went to Pedophile Island twenty odd times because the flight logs prove it. There's no question he was part of that whole. Uh, well, be, because they're paid not to say anything. They're because they they are 
the, his protection, you know, and they're going to protect him. Uh, their job is to protect him on all levels, not to out him. Um, uh, and, I mean, for that matter, you know, you got the CIA is supposed to be international intelligence for us, the FBI. Well, what about the UN peacekeeping force then? What about child protective services? All these things known to have huge sex trafficking, child abuse scandals. So the World Health Organization, as I said before, um, the Boy Scouts, um, you know, pick one. There's no way the intelligence doesn't know because I'll tell you this much. If it was your kid who was abused, you'd go to the police. And if you weren't satisfied, like me, you'd go to the FBI district office. If you weren't satisfied, you'd go to the, the DOJ district office, which I did in the Haven. If you weren't, I don't have kids, but I, I was sexually abused myself. So I act as an advocate. And so I couldn't even get the FBI 1000 Lafayette Boulevard to open the door when I had documents with me and was, had been illegally arrested by St. Paul's Church when I was complaining about where's the outrage, where's the action against the Catholic Church? Why do they blur civil and criminal liability in all these matters, all of them, where people take a gag order, they're forced to take a gag order, and take money to be silenced? That's that's why you don't get to the bottom of things. It's called non-disclosure agreements. They should be illegal. Mm-hmm in my opinion. Otherwise, you'd have a whole lot of priests in prison. That's the other thing. Where's the blurring? Why is there the blurring of criminal and civil liability? These people should go to jail. And when you have an organization like the Roman Catholic Church, like the Mormon Church, that covers up and is known to cover the huge scandals, for example, there. Well, you have legislators involved who won't change statute limitations so that people can be prosecuted. Um, how were those short statutes ever established? That's, you know, that all took U.S. Catholic Conference of Bishops. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't want to focus solely on the church because this is just one example. That's why, because I know it better than the others as personally involved. Yeah. As, you know, but, you know, why do we have only one attorney general that sued the the Catholic Church for failure to protect children, Letitia James, and that only being the Buffalo Diocese. What about the Brooklyn Diocese? I can tell you, when I reported to Investigator Doyle, for the first time today she opened her investigation by by email and by phone call, it took him three and a half months to get back to me. And when he did, Investigator Doyle, for her office, he said, Miss Bonatati, I'm really sorry. We knew by your communication that Monsignor Ralph Tapia had died and that there was no ongoing emergency. We have been so overwhelmed with complaints. It took him three and a half months to get back to me. Like, What does that tell you? In other words, Tapia had died, deceased, so there was no ongoing emergency. So they were busy for three and a half months dealing with living perps of the Roman Catholic Church, complaints right. against them. That's yeah, I mean, it, it goes so deep. Bill, I, I got to let you go because I want to get to a couple of other things. But yeah. I'll be back tomorrow if you want to talk okay. more about this because I think this is going to probably continue all week long. Because, you know, yeah. it, it, thanks, Bill. I appreciate it. I You're think. welcome. Uh, all right. I, don't you take my work for it. Outkick, Christian Toto on Outkick writes, the media's insane attacks on the Sound of Freedom film speaks volumes. Okay? So the fact-based story follows Tim Ballard, 
played by Jim Caviezel. He's a Homeland Security agent tasked with bringing pedophiles to justice. Now, what he doesn't do is save the countless children forced into sex trafficking, one of the globe's most insidious crimes. That changes when he learns about a brother and sister whisked off by one of the ghoulish networks. Now Tim is going to go after these people and get the kids back. Sound of Freedom takes no political stances, and he's right. It really doesn't. It evokes God a time or two, but that's about it. Uh, it's timely, upsetting, and according to audiences, a must-see experience. The film even sports a respectable 76% fresh Rotten Tomatoes from professional critics. Now, remember, I, it's got like an 8-9 on IMDb among viewers. That's only part of the story. Some media organs have taken cartoonishly unprofessional stances against the film. The Guardian, a respectable progressive outlet, published a column on the film that gave new meaning to the word screed. Sound of Freedom, the QAnon-adjacent thriller seducing America, reads the headline. The story gets worse from there. The trafficking follows no motivation more elaborate than the servicing of rich predators, alighting all talk of body part black markets uh, and the precious organic biochemical of adrenochrome harvested as a satanic heat eternal life. The first rule of QAnon, you don't talk about QAnon where the normals can hear you. The free speech adverse Rolling Stone doubled down on that crazy hysteria, going so far as to mock the film's audience in the process. Sound of Freedom is a superhero movie for dads with brain worms, screams the headline. The QAnon-tinged thriller about child trafficking is designed to appeal to the conscience of a conspiracy-addled boomer. Is it fact-based or not? Are children being trafficked for sex? Yes, yes they are. Therefore, to its boosters, the movie checks many satisfying boxes at once. Caviezel, devout Catholic, allegedly blacklisted by the entertainment industry, back for a mythology burnishing biopic of Ballad, a call to action, an imagined global war against sexual predators, a blow struck at the heart of woke Hollywood, the dead of iniquity, and snubbed it, lest we forget, is thought to produce the wealthy deviants who serve as villains in the story. Imagine spending so much energy attacking a film that calls out child sex traffickers who actually exist and commit unspeakable atrocities. Well, imagine no more. The Washington Post attacked the film based partly on the star Caviezel. They did the same with Ezra Miller of the Flash fame and suggest the story ties into theories about global elites are kidnapping children, having sex with them, and harvesting their blood. Uh, imagine a rich man who created an entire network dedicated to underage sex slaves for the global lease to plunder, but when he died in the mysterious circumstances, the mainstream media looked the other way. Crazy, right? Social media users noted some of these aforementioned outlets he praised on the Netflix movie Cuties, which showed little girls in sexualized outfits dancing in a provocative fashion. Liberal critic Roger Moore hated Sound of Freedom, but he took his rage to a personal level. Moore loathed Stark of Ezeal in part because he's a conservative Christian, so he turned the review into a series of personal attacks on the actor. Caviezel made it his business to cynically pander to this conservative religious audience long before he starred in TV's Person of Interest, which was canceled because he's just not an interesting, expressive actor. The actor proved interesting enough for a major broadcast channel to pay him for five seasons. None of this has impacted Sound of Freedom at the box office. The Angel Studios film has earned a whopping $37 million in less than one week. So what you see of these, these critics... These are going after Jim Caviezel. They're going after him personally. They're saying, we don't like this guy. He's a Christian. So if he's in a movie, we're going to destroy the movie because the horrible Christian Jim Caviezel is in it. Now, what's 
Once again, I'm not a religious person at all, but what kind of a an evil satanic person would hate someone because they're a Christian? An act is not allowed to be a Christian. They all have to be godless. They all have to be atheists. I don't I don't get that. I don't get that thinking. Why does an actor have to be an atheist? Why can't an actor be a Christian? I don't I don't get it. I really don't. So an actor can be an atheist and can make all these movies about how God doesn't exist. You know, we, we, but we can make movies about how great, uh, you know, uh, how great, uh, you know, uh, liberal politicians are. Right. How great, uh, you know, how how great left wing politicians are. We can make films about unions, how great unions are, how important unions are. We can make a million movies about how horrible things were before unions and unions and Norma Ray and wave your signs and Black Lives Matter. All that stuff is fine. But you can't have an actor who's a Christian. So once again, this is the point of, and I tried to make this on Friday, is that you are not an actual journalist if you're attacking someone because they're a Christian. You're not an actual journalist, you're not an actual film critic if you're hating a movie because there's a Christian in it and it covers subject matter that makes you uncomfortable. I'm not a Christian. I don't like, so I wish I wish child sex trafficking didn't exist. I wish we'd have to make movies about it. So I'm not a Christian. Jim Caviezel is. I don't particularly care if people who talk about God a lot. He does. I don't, you know, the idea that making a movie about child sex trafficking, it's not like it's a good night. It's like a, a fun, you know, romantic date movie night. But yet I can go into it and I can say, well, it's well made. It's well acted. And I have my problems with it. It's not the best film of the year. I've had pro- I had problems with the pacing. I had some problems with the plotting. I had some trouble with the narrative push of the film. I had, once again, I had problems with the, with the screenplay. But it's also very effective at moments. It's actually very uh, effective at covering tough subject matter in a respectable yet non-sugar-coated way so we get the point and it hits home but to not be able to do your job as a journalist or or a film critic whatever you may be because you don't like a person involved in the project and the reason why you don't like that person is because they're christian or they believe things that you don't believe There's something really sad and sick about that. It really is. And once again, if you read these reviews, they go after him personally. They try to do character assassination the way people try to do to a politician they just don't like. They can't talk about the issues, right? We've talked about this with DeSantis, other politicians. They can't go after their issues because they can't defend in other words, guy like DeSantis, he's on the right side of so many issues that if you're against DeSantis, you can't go issue by issue. You can't talk about issues. You have to try to character assassinate. And so you can't go by whether this is a good film, whether it's a good um, piece of art, piece of entertainment. So you have to attack the people involved and character assassinate shows you're not a serious person. You're not a serious journalist. You're not a serious critic. You're a political 
activist. And we see that, as I've said on this show so many times over the last nearly two years, that journalists these days and, you know, journalism is everything. It's sports journalism. It's, it's political journalism. It's film criticism. It's everything are political activists. They can't separate their politics from the job they have to do. That's very, very sad. And everyone being brought up in these businesses now are like that. So it's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. This is totally tangential tangential to what I'm trying to say here, but I'm going to bring it up. Uh, People get upset at athletes these days. And I think Bill and others who are into sports will understand this, that they they, um, celebrate too much, right? Remember in football, they had to make a rule because these guys were pinning footballs in the end zone, right? They would like, they would throw footballs next to the guy's head that they beat. They get in the end zone and they spike it and they had to give penalties for that, you know, unsportsmanlike conduct, the celebration. And we see it in baseball now, right? A guy hits a home run, runs around and they, and they jump around and they, and they hit elbows and they make all these motions and they go crazy. If you watch the old ball players, DiMaggio and such, they would just, hit a home run and they run around the bases fast, go into the dugout and sit down. Now they don't do that anymore. Right. So you're looking at, and, and, and athletes that come up now and they're 18, 19, 20, right off the bat, they're showboating and people are like, wait a minute. Hey buddy, you're, you're, and I'm thinking of a new guy on Cincinnati uh, named Ellie De La Cruz, right? Young guy, I don't know, 20, 21. And he's showboating already. And people say, well, come on, you haven't been in this game long enough to do that. But they do it because they're watching it now. They're growing up playing the game. They're five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. And that's what they see athletes doing. So that's part of the game. So they're not going to develop it. If they're, they're like that right off the bat. They're doing it in college. They're doing it in the minor leagues. And that's what I'm talking about now with journalists. The journalists that are being raised nowadays are raised being political activists. They see journalists are political activists. They're not real journalists. So this is going to be a cycle that's only going to get worse. It's not going to get any better. Because just like these young athletes are growing up seeing this showboating, so they will be natural showboaters, that's part of the game now. It's not a game to be gentlemen anymore. You see the same thing with journalism. There is no real journalism. And these journalists, they're going to school now and they're being taught to be political activists, not journalists. So it's only going to get, I don't see any light at the end of this tunnel at all. And that's very sad. That's very sad. We need people to, like they'll say with athletes, be a good example, right? Be a good role model. And we need to start seeing journalists be good role models to young journalists to say, this is the way you do the job, but we're not seeing that. Unless you follow who? Chris Hedges, Glenn Greenwald. People who aren't allowed to write for the most mainstream outlets that get the most views and the most readers. Unless you follow those people, you're going to think that being a political activist is journalism. And of course it's not. It's political activism. So this is troubling to me. Because this is an issue that, like I said, these these issues that we should all be on the same side, right? And I just mentioned it. I mentioned it with with health and fitness, that the right wing, that the, the MSNBC actually writes, the right wing is into fitness. 
MSNBC, the far right's obsession with fitness is going digital. Opinion, why the far right is really into home fitness. You have people like Elon Musk responding, saying MSNBC thinks you're a Nazi if you work out, laughing my ass off, off, off. So how can you take these people seriously when they say something like, if you're into home fitness, you're a MAGA? How, how do you take journalism seriously? When they say, if you believe child sex trafficking is real, you're a MAGA Christian QAnon nutcase. How do you take these people seriously? When they say, if you believe women's sports should be protected and women's rights is important, you're a far right MAGA extremist. How do you take these people seriously? They're not serious people. They're people with whacked out opinions playing to people with whacked out opinions who want to hear whacked out opinions that reflect their own whacked out opinions. That's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. And like I say, it's just easier. The left likes the easy, warm, cuddly thing that makes them feel good. No matter how pointless, no matter how meaningless, no matter how detached from reality, no common sense, doesn't matter. Isn't that great, though? Well, I don't have to work out because it's right wing to work out. Oh, thank you. I'm gonna, in fact, I'm going to cancel my expensive gym membership because if I go to the gym, I'm a MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. Isn't that easy? How easy? Drop it. Just a hell many potato chips. Don't work out. Don't do the hard thing because that's right wing. Everything now from A to Z is the easiest, most comfortable way out for the left. The easiest, most, we don't have to defend women's rights anymore. That's difficult. My God, we used to do such difficult things like defending women's rights. Now it doesn't matter. Let them be trampled on. Who cares? If someone wants to be a woman and trample on women's rights, let them do it. Just the easy way out. We don't have to work hard to defend women's rights anymore. Child sex trafficking is such a horrible thing to think about. I don't want to think about it. So I'm going to say it's a far right QAnon MAGA conspiracy and go about my life living in this alternate reality of warm, fuzzy unicorns. And that's where we are. And it's sad. It really is. Look, there's more I wanted to go over, but I think we'll save it for tomorrow. Once again, I'm going to go see Riley Gaines speak at the Liberty um, form of Silicon Valley. And I'll report on that. I'm really excited to see someone who's trying to stand up a woman in sports who's trying to stand up for women's rights. Wow. MAGA, huh? Uh, and there'll be more I want to talk about. There was more. There was the Rand Paul is uh, looking to protect Americans' First Amendment rights. And he wants to do laws that won't allow, that actually will allow people to sue easier when government colludes with big tech and tries to take away our First Amendment rights. Uh, RFK Jr. says he would absolutely prosecute Fauci. He would look into it and he thinks laws were broken. And if they can prove laws were broken, he would prosecute Fauci. Ron DeSantis, what say you? And actually, the New York Times, believe it or not, Shockingly enough, the editorial board condemns the Biden administration sending cluster bombs to the Ukraine. We'll talk more about all of those things tomorrow, and I'll report back on the Riley Gaines talk. Um, this show is called And Let's Be Heard, and it airs weeknights, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern Time. So I'll be right back here tomorrow night. But until then, this is Mike Chopley reminding you that your 
influence counts. Use it.